Welcome to JSA TV Europe, together with the Greener Data Movement for this quarter's live event focused on European digital infrastructure sustainability. I'm Jean-Marc Lim, and joining me today is Dieteric Vinikis, co-founder and commercial director of TransIX. Um, Dieteric, thank you so much for coming on, on board uh, and for speaking right. to me. Um, I mean, what's happening in the European connectivity space, it is very, very interesting. And I mean, we're building infrastructure at the speed of light, almost <laughs> literally, um, to, to keep our millions of people connected. Uh, but when you look into the connectivity business in Europe, do you think this is an area or a segment or, or a market that is green enough uh, or on a good path to become climate friendly? Yeah, um, as you said, uh, the, we're going with light speed at the moment. Uh, all data centers are, uh, especially in Holland, are, are uh, yeah. Green, green power, do you call it? Um, is going really fast. Uh, everything has to be uh, exactly right for power consumption. Uh, with the latest um, uh, modification is the EFB. So we need to um, put every server on a, a balanced mode to have the correct way of using the power in all hmm. our hardware. So yeah, especially in Holland, not sure about the rest of Europe, but um, it goes really fast. Uh, the standards are high that need to be met. Yeah, I mean, we, we were there just a couple of weeks ago for an event and um, the sustainability conversation, what's happening in the Netherlands is completely different. Uh, not completely, but it's slightly further ahead um, yeah. of some other markets in Europe. Um, but when you look, even when you look into the Netherlands, what else do you think the industry should be doing more uh, or better um, to really advance this sustainable sustainable movement forward um, and really become green? Um, well, the, the initiatives that are running at the moment, for example, um, heating up homes around the uh, data centers, it's a mm -hmm. really uh, good uh, way of um, uh, using the warmth generated by data centers for the people, because Holland uh, is a quite small country. Uh, we, they try to do the edge uh, thing here, but uh, if you throw rocks, you hit the data center. So, um, <laughs> and especially if you if you place it in uh, near uh, uh, where people live, we can use all the warmth generated by the data center to uh, houses. I think there are a few uh, big initiatives at the moment uh, running. Um, I think it's called block heating. Um, mm -hmm. And they have a, a really good proposition in Holland to, uh, yeah make sure we use everything that's needed. Hmm, interesting. So in your opinion, the industry is going in the right direction um, in, in its whole uh, In Holland it is. I'm not really sure about our direct neighbors. Uh, the market <laughs> in Germany, uh, in Belgium, and in France are completely different, of course, than, yeah. the, than the, the Dutch. We always want to be uh, the first in everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, after a few months, years, the rest follows. Yeah. And some slightly different challenges as well in those bigger markets they mentioned, um, especially on the back of the, the, the power crisis that Europe is going through. Um, if we look into TransiX now, so the company that you run, uh, talk us through what you exactly do, what markets do you serve? Um, is it just Dutch or is it also outside of the, the Netherlands um, and who your clients are? Yeah, we're a, a managed service provider. Um, we're one of the... Uh, uh, flexible uh, management service providers, as I like to call it, because we don't have a specific uh, market that we don't want uh, we serve. Um, for every customer, there is the correct solution. Um, hmm. For example, uh, no, I, I said Edge or on-premise uh, hardware or in the data center, or no, no hardware at all if you don't need it. Um, hmm. 
we uh, try to um, get as close to the customer as possible to have the best solution. In Holland, uh, we have a lot of um, solar power for bigger companies. So currently we're looking into uh, moving some of the workload to the customers. Uh, mm -hmm. There is an energy crisis, but it uh, depends on who you ask what the crisis is, because uh, we generate a lot of uh, power for solar, wind, mm -hmm. uh, especially the Nordics, uh, Nordic, Nordics uh, uh, countries. Um, currently, the problem is the grid. Mm -hmm. uh, we have so much power, we can uh, distribute it correctly. Mm -hmm. um, but if we move some of the loads to the customer, uh, the bigger customers, uh, we should have some more green initiatives, but that's still an early mm -hmm. idea. Uh, if it uses the edge, uh, doesn't really matter how you call it. <laughs> Interesting. And then, sorry? At your own premise uh, here in Holland. <laughs> uh, and then if we look into how TransiX itself um, is becoming or turning or improving its greenness um, of business, what, what's, what's the company doing around being sustainable? And that can be any scope, the three scopes can be, what are you guys doing to become green or greener? Yeah, internally, we try to um, have some green initiatives like uh, lunch, um, uh, make the uh, uh, movements of our colleagues uh, as little as possible. If you don't have to drive, don't drive. Um, and hyper, I call it, um, we do uh, the last few years, we really uh, uh, put everything in our own clouds, in our own data mm -hmm. center. So we went from 40 racks to 20 just to lower the power consumption uh next to that we're trying to look into some initiatives um to compensate the the, the footprint hmm. uh, one of the ideas is maybe uh, plant trees and stuff like that you know uh, we we need power uh we need to uh to uh, but we can compensate it by other uh, other ways hmm. interesting and then so if we look into the next 12 18 months um, of business strategy, what are the plans for TransIX? Yeah, currently we are, um, well, last years we did a lot of private clouds. Um, we did some public clouds, but uh, Dutch people rather have their own hardware. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all about control, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Netherlands, yeah, yeah. If you buy it yourself, it's cheaper. And uh, I can't argue with that, of course. Um, well, the next following years, uh, today we're going to publish uh, a an, an, an partnership with a cloud supplier. Um, what we want to do is place more smaller clouds uh, in Netherlands and use mm. uh, the power combined. There are some big examples in, in America, for example, uh, Chica Chica <laughs> not sure about the, the company that uses a, uh, every branch has its own Kubernetes platform and they use the combined wow. power um, to uh, supply the, the, the whole application or the whole infrastructure. We want to do the same in Holland uh, because uh, you can have 20 people that buy a private cloud but only use one third of it. You better can maybe deliver 10 and use 100% efficiently. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, one of the things we're working on the, the, the following 12 months, uh, deploying that in Holland yeah. and uh, see if uh, people want to join. Interesting. Well, I mean, hopefully they will. But it, it is it is an interesting concept because uh, it's almost like build your own clouds um, yeah. or like BYOC, um, yourself a drink, just bring your own cloud. 
Yeah, bring oh. your own cloud and, and use your overcapacity. Uh, one of the uh, things in Europe is especially uh, against the, the, the bigger giants like uh, Amazon mm. and, and Microsoft. All have a great product. Uh, it, it, it works uh, perfectly. No, not always, but it works. Um, but we don't have a really um, European version. Mm. Some of those uh, initiatives, uh, I can say it crashed and burned, uh, mm. or are still crashing. Um, so, bring it back to the to the end user and starting small, uh, we should be able to have uh, some proper um, way to uh, go on against the the, the bigger guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the the, the the use cases and the case studies that came out of it. Um, th there was a story yesterday, and I can't remember what company it was, but they they said they saved about four hundred million dollars um, by not storing with AWS. Um, yeah. So. Because they, they got their own service, so they went and built their own thing, um, yeah, and yeah, saved yeah. a lot of money. Um, yeah, that's 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 one of the things uh, we we saw in the last eight years. A lot of development developers just keep on adding machines, and it's excellent. Mm -hmm. It works until the CFO comes to you and say, "Why we're paying this much?" Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, my biggest uh, plus against the bigger guys is that CFO comes to us. Listen, we're paying uh, 70, 80, uh, one hundred euros a month. Uh, do we really need it? Hmm. Our company looks into the design, uh, what you actually need. And I think nine out of 10 times uh, uh, with a single investment or uh, they will be a lot more cheaper. Um, hmm. Because uh, example was somebody who paid 80,000 euros a month. We built a platform for 600,000 euros that can last them for five years. Mm. and can do almost the same except for some nice tools that the big guys have so mm. uh, I, I got to a, a signature really quickly mm. now that, that, that's interesting but i think you'd also need a partner like yourself um to come and build it because if i guess if people start going on their own and building their own things like in the old days what it used to be before uh, we're going to public cloud and the whole thing um cheaper doesn't always mean greener no um, in a way no, um, no. So that's why external partnerships are needed to, to help manage the, the, the loads and make sure that the equipment is being used to its best um, uptime. Um, yeah, a, a great example there is that if you want to build it, it's really complex. Uh, you need a lot of people, uh, a lot of engineers, and uh, at the moment we don't have enough, in, the, in mm -hmm. uh, especially in Holland. I think it's for the rest of Europe as well. Um, but how we can do that, you just make a small cloud server where you can have your production 24-7, let it run, and do uh, something like a, a Veeam a Cloud Connect, you know, uh, put it on our data center where we share a bigger platform for uh, a lot of customers. And if you need to um, evade because you're, uh, for Dutch, your, uh, your office is underwater, we can stand, uh, start it up in, in our data center. But in the meantime, it's just down, doesn't use anything. Uh, it's just for you, the security that you can uh, continue your business. Hmm, we have a lot of customers there. So, yeah. Okay. But well, they, they need companies like us to uh, have proper design and uh, especially work out the costs, of course. Yeah, and, and I think that's kind of the, the, the big difference between building something like this today uh, and the ones that used to be built before public cloud, so the on-prem um, enterprises and before the cloud. Uh, it's yeah. really the external partnerships that come in and bring all the, the, the skills um, and the management platforms as well, in a way. Um, yeah. So, so, but then, Didaric, so if people want to, to learn more about what Transx does, 
Uh, and then, of course, keep up with the news of what's coming, um, especially the announcement later today. Um, how can they reach out and be in touch and follow you um, to find out what's going on with the, with the business? Yeah, of course, I can visit our site. Uh, .com is already online for the English version. Um, and they can always contact me or one of my engineers. So we're currently with uh, with 40 people for a, a mm -hmm. MSP in Holland. Uh, it's, it's, how do you call it? Uh, um, big enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh what we uh, we want to grow um but we want to keep the, the direct connection to the customer um if they want to meet email text whatsapp mm -hmm. i don't have facebook but i don't have tiktok snapchat but uh, uh I, I use the mail and and my mobile and yeah. um yeah we we as an engineering uh, uh, department, we, we lack a little bit in marketing. Um, mm. But for us, it works because people mm. find us because they know uh, really straightforward. Uh, and we tell what you need or what you don't need. Uh, yeah. And sometimes delivering a good product is more powerful than any marketing campaign. That will come to top up um, the, the, the work that's been done. But the important is to really deliver a good product that people yeah. are happy with. Uh, and then business will follow. It's yeah. it's always the way. Good business yeah. attracts good business. <laughs> yeah, and we we are known for our twenty four seven. Uh, mm. um, we monitor everything. We have customers that are in the uh, oil, so we monitor uh, the big ships. We have mm. uh, accountants, agencies, um, a lot of um, uh, yeah, bigger companies that rely mm. on us for monitoring their complete infrastructure. And of course, uh, react if there's something goes wrong. Hmm. Security is a high demand at the moment, of course. Oh yeah, well, especially in the days that we live. Um, but um, Derek, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, as thank you for you, thank you. Uh, and then as for you at home, thank you for joining and for watching JSA TV Live. And don't forget to check our social channels for more content. Until next time, happy networking.